0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Talking Mariners baseball today on this Thursday, October 19th. We're joined by Greg Johns, our M's beat reporter for MLB.com. Greg, we thank you for the time. And uh, what we're doing today is something that I find interesting uh, with every team at the end of every regular season. I think it's kind of fascinating to look at the changes that every rotation undergoes between opening day and game 162. In this day and age, it seems like you never get by with just five guys. It's got to be nine or ten arms deep to get through the grind of a 162 game season, and uh, the Mariners certainly had their changes uh, in that regard. So again, like I said, kind of take us down this long, winding path uh, in terms of what the M's rotation looked like in the spring, heading into opening day, and the changes that it underwent uh, once game 162 was in the books. Yeah, Matt, that's
1: that's a topic that was, uh, was prominent for the mayor's all year. And, and it wasn't, as it
0: turned out, not just, you know, seven, eight,
1: nine guys. They knew they wound up starting 17 different pitchers, which Jeez. is a, a club record. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and I guess that's, that's really kind of the, the story of the season really, but yeah, if you want to, when they, they started the spring, it's interesting, you know, they had Felix Hernandez, uh, who's been this opening day starter for, for nine years in a row. And, and uh, the longest active streak in the majors and, and very successful, obviously. And, uh, he was l- looking at the, the number one guy again, they had, uh, Sasha Iwakuma coming off a, off a real good season. It's this number two guy. They had young James Paxton, uh, sitting strong at number three. And they were looking at Drew Smiley, uh, being right in the middle of that rotation as well, that they'd picked up from Tampa and, and Giovanni kind of being the fifth guy that they, they picked up over the off season. that was, that was the plan going into, uh, going into spring. And, 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 uh, started to unravel late in spring when, when Smiley came down with an elbow injury that wound up knocking him out for the entire season from an injury that he picked up in the WBC. So that was kind of the the start of the problems. And and it turned out out of that group, Matt, the the five guys that they intended that those five wound up starting a total of uh, 74 games on the Mm -hmm. season between the five of them. So 88 starts had to come from other guys as, as they got through the year. So yeah, that, that five changed about as dramatically as you could hope and, and four of those guys, but really the top four of those guys were were on the DL all at the same time, not once but two different times during the season, and uh, they they all went out. Uh, but by the second month of the season, they were all four of those guys gone, and and, uh, and then they started to get some back, and wound up uh, having further injuries. But Felix and Paxton going back on the DL again, and and, and again four guys out. So uh, just just really was a tough year for them in their rotation. But uh, you know out of that. You know, came guys, you know, they made moves. They they added guys, brought guys up, did some things, and, and uh, you know, really have, have added to their depth, I think, going into next year as well if they can, if they can you know, get healthy and, and keep healthy and maybe add another chip or two to that red mix.
0: Yeah, and hopefully uh, that will be the case for the M's in 2018. And, uh, you know, as you uh, elaborated, that injury bug was contagious uh, in that clubhouse, especially within the rotation, as you said, a whopping 17 different pitchers started a game. For the Mariners in 2017, that's just kind of tough to wrap your head around. But uh, 24 of those starts, fortunately, went to uh, James Paxton, as, uh, again, like you said, he himself did battle some injury issues during the course of the year. But as we touched on last week with Paxton, when this guy is healthy, when he is on, he can be as good as anybody in the game. And I kind of liken him to a guy like Corey Kluber, who in 2015 came out of nowhere, really, uh, to win the Cy Young, and he may do it again this year in 2017. I kind of see Paxton making a similar leap as a guy that you know the talent's there and he's produced, but 2018, I think, could be the year for him that, again, the big if here, health, if he stays healthy, he could emerge as not just one of baseball's better pitchers, but one of baseball's elite.
1: I, I totally agree, uh, and we certainly saw that this year when, when he was healthy, I and mean, yeah, unfortunately you always have to throw that in there, the the winning healthy part, but but he, he was literally as good as anybody and, and clearly the, the ace of this staff and you know, he went twelve and five with the with the two nine eight ERA and that, that ERA really was was uh, should have been lower than that, but he came back off the D L and had a couple of rough starts when he first came back. So I mean, he was uh you know, ten point three strikeouts per nine innings, so he's a dominant dominant force out there. Uh in uh you know, he's he's been that way. You know, bits and pieces over his career. And when he's when he's been on, he's, he's been real good. But he's just had the this, this string of injuries. But The interesting thing, Matt, is that the different kind of injuries. You know, it's not a guy that you look and say, "Well, he's had he's had elbow problems or he's got a shoulder problem." It's just it's going to be a problem he's always going to have. Uh, it, it's been different things. And he had a, a lat strain that knocked him out a good chunk at 2014, and and uh, and then 2015 he had a finger problem. Uh, you know, last year he, he started the year in, in Tacoma. Came up and was was really really strong, and then gets hit with a line drive off the elbow. Is one of those things that happens in baseball and knocked him out. Uh, uh, you know, this year he gets he comes out in uh, in the first month and was was dominant. I mean, he was he was just on top of his game, and then he strained the forearm and had to sit out a month. Came back and and uh, two a couple of starts, but then was was pitcher of the month in the American League in July. Just uh, absolute force that month. Uh, six at first mariner pitcher ever to win six games in one month and, and uh, was was dominant in doing so and then strains a strains a pectoral muscle, a, a pectoral muscle of all things. So you just don't think of a pitcher you know having a having an issue in that area. But uh and again tests to sit out five or six weeks and, and it, those it it's just a strange thing, a different kind of injuries whether whether he's just injured Bugged, or he's just had some bad luck. I guess we'll, we'll, you know, we'll find out over the course of time. But uh, he's certainly a guy. You know, he's 28 years old. He's, he's uh, hit, you know, prime of his life. He's, he keeps himself in good shape. He's a hard worker. Uh, and I think you know the sky is the limit, really. If, if 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 and when he can put it together for full season, then it'll be fascinating to see.
0: Yeah, it really will. And you got to think that one of these years, and hopefully next year, you know, uh, luck is finally on his side. And with luck comes health, and hopefully he's got uh, both of those uh, in his category for <laughs> for 2018, and we can finally see what Paxton can do over a 30-plus start season. Hopefully we get that answer uh, by this time next year, and we'll see what kind of a pitcher uh, he does become, if he can make that leap to uh, elite status uh, in Major League Baseball. And, uh, Greg, of course, no discussion about the uh, M's rotation complete without talking about uh, King Felix. And uh, he's been around forever, or so it seems, but he's still only 31, which is hard to believe. Uh, But last year, of course, uh, the injury bug hit him as well. Only uh, 16 starts. The numbers are not King Felix-esque, only finishing 6-5, uh, and five, a 4-3-6 ERA. Is there a thought that even though he's still only 31, that there is so many miles on his arm at this point, that maybe, just maybe, this is the beginning of a decline for him or is it more a case of, you know what, he's simply battling uh, you know, health issues and uh, when he is 100%, he could still be as good as anybody in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's no question. If you if you're going to be honest about it, and the Mariners have, have been is that there there is concern, and there's I think they feel they need to take a different approach with him, and he needs to take a different approach both in in preparation and and also in how he pitches. Uh, you know, he, he is not the guy that's going to come out there and, and uh, strike out 12. Uh, you know, every game he, he he needs to pitch differently. They tried to get him to kind of work more that way this year, pitch pitch more uh, you know, more to contact and, and uh, it's funny, Scott Service. I remember in spring training was saying, you know, the, the king's court is a beautiful thing. And in and, and Safeco Field, if you've seen a game with with Felix pitching, and then the, the fans get out there and they get up on their feet and start chanting uh, when he gets two strikes, you know, pushing for that strikeout. And he's, it's always been his thing. And, and Scott said, you know, it'd almost be better to to, to not have that sometimes and, and not have him thinking so much. I got to strike guys out all the time, but but just really using you know more of his stand down in the zone. Changing speeds, doing different things to just get contact, because he can be still effective. But he, he's not that guy that's going to come up there and, and, and throw 96, 97, and, and be that guy. And he hasn't been that guy for a while. But but that velocity does continue to, to decline. And this year, it was not. Uh, you can't avoid it. I mean, he had two different lengthy stints on the DL with with a shoulder issue. Uh, and and uh, you know, Jerry Depoto said it after the season. You know, that's that's not something you just go out and lift weights and say, I'm better, you know, your, your shoulder starts to decline. you got to figure out ways to kind of deal with that. So uh, he's got two, two more years on that contract at, at uh, $53 million. so a good chunk of, of change invested in Felix. And, and you know he, he remains, I think, a big part of the rotation. But I think the difference, I think for me, with Felix next year, this year the, the, the big key going into the season was is can Felix be that guy, that ace, the top of the rotation and really lead this team again. And I, I think next year he's not going to go into the year. They're not going to be looking at him as we got to have Felix be that number one guy. I think they're looking at more. We need to be have Felix be a productive rotation piece. He doesn't. We don't, we're not going to build our rotation. That we have to have Felix be in, being, being a, a 33 start, 200 inning guy because he's not that guy anymore. He was that guy for for 10 years in a row. Uh, which is amazing the amount of innings he put up, but, but that does have a wear and tear. And there's there, there's very very few people, you can probably count them on a, a single hand guys that have thrown as many innings over a 10 year period as, as Felix did. Uh, and and so I think they're they're definitely looking at for him to take a, a little more realistic approach of where he fits in, and maybe a little more realistic approach of how he approaches things when he's on the mound.
0: I'll ask you to gaze into your crystal ball right now. This is way 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 early, but is 2018 the <laughs> year? That the opening day streak ends for Felix? Uh, yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, I, I think if if things line up it's, as we just talked, I think James Paxton is is the best pitcher they got, and if he's healthy and, and as productive as as you would expect next spring, that he would be the opening day starter. And but uh, I, I am not the guy that makes those decisions, and and uh, they haven't asked me, Matt, and they haven't <laughs> had me chip in on that one yet. But hard hard for me to imagine that that if all things you know, as we look today and as we saw last season, that, that Paxton wouldn't be the, the guy you would look to. And, and uh, you know, Felix has been that guy for a, for a decade and deservedly so. I mean, he's been uh, you know, an unbelievable pitcher. But uh, as, as we were just talking, I don't, I don't think you look at this rotation and say this, this is our number one guy anymore. Uh, if he could be, I think that would they would take that with, with a million times over. If he can be that guy, and they look at him in spring and go, "Man, this is this is Felix, and this is the guy that, that should be our opening day starter," I think they'd be thrilled. I just don't think at this point they're saying that that has to
0: be the case. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Paxton uh, is the guy that has the inside track right now, but uh, you never know uh, with Felix. Uh, it's tough to count him out, and we'll see who is on the mound for uh, game number one in a 2018. Greg, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Mike Leake, a very interesting guy, a very interesting trade acquisition. This was a guy that prior to coming to Seattle, a career national leaguer between the Reds and the Cardinals and uh, with the Cardinals, the number's not great. In uh, 26 starts, he went 7-12, and a 4.21 ERA. Lo and behold, Following the trade, he was a brand new pitcher uh, in five starts with Seattle, and again a very small sample size here, but nonetheless three and one, a two five three ERA. We usually see it in reverse when a guy goes from the AL to the NL, the numbers improve. It doesn't usually work in reverse. The AL considered the better hitting league, so I got to think that uh, where Mike Leake is concerned, the numbers he did put up, and again a very small sample size, there's got to be some encouragement there.
1: Absolutely, and and the Bears loved what they saw. There's no question that. He came in and really gave him a boost. You know, as we talked about, that, that rotation pretty much in shambles when they picked him up. And, and he came in really solidified things that last uh, six weeks of the season and, and looked like a guy that, that certainly they can help uh, help them going down the road. And you mentioned those numbers. I think the, the ones that, that leaped out at me uh, in those five starts, 27 strikeouts, two walks. Uh, right. If that's the kind of pitch, pitcher Mike Lee can be, he's going to be successful. He's, he's got good stuff. Uh, you know, he's not an overpowering guy. He is a guy that, that knows how to pitch and, and uh, it can be pretty effective if he's pounding the strike zone like that with quality strikes uh, he, he showed what he can do uh he he was pretty darn good there. they're pretty encouraged to, that he can fit in pretty nicely in the middle of that rotation and, and really really the big thing with with leak is uh is i think six straight years he's made 30, uh, 30 plus starts and uh you know as we talked about this this is a rotation that that didn't have you know that that kind of durability and, and with felix not being that guy anymore and uh, you know the, it's funny the the guy we haven 't mentioned in this whole discussion ariel miranda who who wasn 't even going to be in the rotation wound up uh, you know so the guy that made twenty nine starts and was the kind of the, the one guy that that pitched uh on a regular basis until kind of wore out at the end of the year but uh you know you, you see Leek as a guy that can step in there' be a, a pretty good pretty good innings uh eater and a guy that really helped him out uh going forward and, and He's got he's got three years left on his contract and uh, it was a pretty big deal that the Cardinals signed him to, but they, they absorbed some of that money in the in the trade back. So he's got three years and, and the Mariners will be paying about thirty three million out of that, so about eleven million a year for the for those three years, which they feel is is a pretty reasonable figure for a guy like that. If you're on the free agent market right now, you're you're certainly gonna be looking at that kind of money for a for a veteran with, with that kind of experience. So yeah, they, they like what they got with Mike Leake.
0: Yeah, absolutely, as well they should. And uh, assuming uh, better health uh, for 2018, and it's hard to think it would get worse uh, from this past year, you can do a lot worse than uh, Paxton, King Felix, Mike Leake, and Ariel Miranda in the top four spots in that rotation for sure. Uh, great spot to wrap this one up, Greg Johns. Uh, we thank you for the time. We'll do it again next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Seattle Mariners.